Brodie Gray's with us now. He's a busy man. On top of everything that he does as a player at Peel, he's uh, involved in the Indigenous Liaison space with the Dockers. He's also a development coach, and he joins us now on the show. Brodie, good morning. Morning. Thanks for having me. You're a busy man, Brodie. How do you how do you manage your time? That's got to be something you've got to be pretty good with, I'd imagine, with everything you do at the club and then committing to playing as well. Uh, yeah, week's pretty busy, but um, yeah, it's sort of, I guess I'm fortunate that I am in a position to be able to do all the things that um, I'm able to do, and um, yeah, I'm sort of lucky that I guess the, the timelines all align with um, obviously work during the day and then training at Peel overnight, um, and then the weekends sort of get freed up to play, um, so I'm pretty fortunate with the balance that I've got through the footy club um, at both Peel and Freo, so um, yeah, I'm pretty fortunate at the moment. Um, for people that some of our listeners might not understand that, what's your role at the Fremantle Dockers at the moment? Yeah, so I split my time. Um, so I'm the Indigenous Player Liaison. So I work with our Indigenous players, both in the men's and women's space, um, just as a sort of an extra support mechanism for those players. Um, work with them, obviously, with their coaches um, and sort of just assisting them in their off-field life balance, really. Um We've got seven Indigenous players on the men's list and one on the W list at the moment. Um, so I just work with them to make sure that, I guess, they're, they're feeling settled at the club. Um, the development coaching role, so I do that with our first to 40 midfielders um, on the Fremantle list. So just work with them to, I guess, assist their game and, and try and get them AFL ready. Um, and then on a Tuesday and Thursday night, venture down to Mandra and just, just be a pure player. Um, I guess I'm lucky that a lot of the guys that I'm coaching and working with on a day-to-day basis are playing at Peel, so um, it sort of helps with that connection piece and, um, I guess, knowing what they're going through day-to-day and trying to, I guess, pass on my experience to help them grow. Brady, does it also, with the Indigenous side of things, things away from football, are you involved with that or do you just give direction of where they can go for that sort of advice? Uh, it's obviously dependent. Um, a lot of it. We'll try and support within the club, um, working with their host families, supporting them, um, obviously with Indigenous rounds coming up, supporting them and their families in getting ticketing and, and making sure that, um, I guess, they don't feel overworked in this period. Um, it's a pretty significant couple of weeks um, as an Indigenous player, um, as a lot of media commitments and still trying to perform on the weekend. So assisting them with that, um, we've got a big focus on building people here as well, so making sure that they do feel settled off-field, um, by setting them up for post-career. Um, as glum as that sounds, we do have to prepare these guys um, both while they're in the system but also making sure that they're ready to move out of footy um, hopefully in 10 years' time. But, yeah, sort of that process to help them um, be settled. Um, I guess there's records to show that the more settled you are off-field, um, the better you perform. And um, obviously, yeah, as I said before, we're trying to build good people and great people within the community once they do finish at the club. And I reckon Fremantle do it as well as any uh, in that Indigenous player liaison space. So you and the team should be immensely proud of what you're doing, Brady, and uh, and Fremantle as a whole as well. Peel, you're probably playing as well as I've seen you play as a club during home and away football. There were those two premierships in 16 and 17, which were outstanding. But do you feel like you've been, you spent a bit of time at Peel, either, time, uh, either side of time in the AFL? Do you feel like this is as well as Peel have played? Uh, yeah, we're certainly in some good form. I think we spoke a few weeks ago um, around the depth that um, Rose and Joff have been able to build down there. Like We've got guys that have stepped in that are ready to play league footy, whether that be through our um, Colts program or um, through the Peel Footy League. We've brought in, I think, this, I think we had seven 
local debutantes over the first five weeks have been able to step in and, and be able to play a role for us. Um, even with that, we've got young guys at Freo that are really playing some good footy, trying to get themselves in the AFL team. And um, at the moment, we've sort of got a really good mix of um, Peel local players playing good footy and also Fremantle-listed players. And um, we're starting to show that on the field. We've had, I think we're four and one. We had a blip against South Freo, but um, certainly the last two weeks against East Perth and Swannies, we've sort of got our game rolling and, and we're confident that if we play 120 minutes of our footy that we're going to compete with most teams in the Waffle and um, we've been able to show that over the first five weeks but I guess we're aware that the Waffle is such an even comp that you know we're sitting pretty at the moment but um, we've got to bring our best footy every week and that includes this week against West Coast. Now you mentioned about the young Fremantle blokes, there's a few experienced blokes there, someone like a, a Hamling and a, a Nathan Wilson, what sort of leadership are they bringing to the club I would imagine with their experience Yeah it's always, it's always tough guys like that um, even Corey Wagner I think he's 26 so we've still got three guys between 26 and 29 in our back line that have played a lot of footy and um, it's always tough when you're not getting picked in the AFL team but their attitude to come back and lead play good footy um, certainly circulates within the group and um, I think we've got you know, Hugh Davies and Jacob Blight, who have played less than 20 games between them back there, and, and they're able to lean on Joel from a key back perspective to learn and see what he does, obviously, on the train track. But on the weekend, you know, I think we were four goals down, 15 minutes in the game on the weekend, and between him and Wills, the calming influence back there to just get us back on task and focus, um, it certainly goes a long way into infiltrating within the group that we're going to be all right. We're just going to get back to playing our footy, and um, they both. Obviously, want to be playing AFL, but they're both enjoying themselves down there. And um, as I said before, that infiltrates within the group. And um, it's it's always nice when you're winning. It's a lot more fun, but they're playing some really good footy for us. Brady Gray is with us. Uh, Fremantle Dockers development coach, Indigenous player liaison officer and Peel Thunder midfielder. The Thunder play the Eagles in round six of the WAFL. It's a significant milestone game for the club, Brady. Game number 500 in the club's uh, history. Uh, chasing uh, a, a big triumph in this particular game uh, win number 500 but it's also uh, the record equaling uh, games record match for Ben Hancock he joins Rory O'Brien on 139 uh, matches so that's a pretty significant milestone as well yeah it is it's um he's been pretty quiet about it over the last few weeks but um, I guess there's there is that thing that hanging has been there um, certainly from when I started He's been there that whole time, and um, he's you know he's worked his way through the system, played Rizzi's football, played in the flag, and now um, he sort of gets that right reward of equaling the games with Rory this week, and hopefully we can make it a significant game for him. But um, he's I think he's only 26, so um, he, he's got a lot of games left in him. But um, what he's done down there as the captain of the club is um, something that I guess all the players are able to look at him and go that. Um, if you stick it out at Peel and, and work through the hard times, then you can get the rewards at the other end. And um, he leads by example down there between him and Blair Bell, um, guys that have been at the footy club for 10 years, and um, they set the example for the kids coming through. And um, it's a nice individual reward for hangers. And um, I'm sure I'm not speaking for him, but um, we want to be playing at the crunchy end of the season. But um, this is great for him to get that reward by equaling Rory. Um, this week and after the state game by to break the record against West Perth it's going to be a significant day for him and his family. I reckon as you say at his age he's got a fair few more left in him hey, just back to Wayne mentioned Joel Hamling he snuck forward and kicked a goal that's his first goal I reckon as a senior football he hasn't kicked any in the AFL it's his first goal in the <laughs> waffle was there a bit of carry on after that one? 
Yeah, he, he snuck forward. He had a shot before that on check side and missed it. And then you know, he kicked one that didn't make the distance. And then obviously he kicked the one at the end. But yeah, I was talking to him Monday. It was his first goal in nine years. So wow. um, pretty <laughs> exciting for him. Um, yeah, I think the way the matchups worked in the last quarter, um, we had one of our, I think one of our players went off and we were forward short. So there was an opportunity to get him forward and Benny Middleton to go back. And um, yeah, it was great for him to get forward and kick a goal. And yeah, I don't think he's too happy with his celebration, but um, all the boys were certainly aware that it was his first goal in a long time. What about your own footy, Brady? You, you missed a game. I think it was a concern with your knee in round three, but you've come back pretty strongly. How have you seen your own form? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm happy with the way I'm going, um, sort of building. Um, as being in the alignment, I guess you don't really know your role until probably Thursday night, maybe even Saturday morning. So um, start of the year and the pre-season games on the wing um, and then sort of the last couple of weeks with Neil Erasmus heading up to the AFL team, sort of moved back inside um, for a bit more experience in there with Hangers and Belly, um, just to um, obviously coming up against East Perth and Swannies, just for a different look for us. Um, but... Yeah, sort of, I guess I find my form, um, if we're playing good footy and winning games, then um, I'm sort of happy with my form. I know I can come out and play a role for the team, wherever that may be. Um, I guess I've got the blessing of being able to play forward, back and mid, so um, just sort of filling that hole between myself and sort of Trey Bunnell, finding our spot within the team and um, just trying to execute our role. And um, as I said before, I get great pride in my own form if, if I could execute my role and we win the game of footy. So, um, yeah, I'm quite happy just to play a small role in, in a winning team. Now, Brady, if we go back four years, you were the marquee signing for the West Coast Eagles when they first entered the WAFL. Uh, footy moves on and, and life moves on in many ways. Is there any sympathy for the Eagles' current plight and where they find themselves? Uh, it's, it's certainly tough looking, um, having been through, yeah, 2019 with, with the team and um, we had a great year that year and, had really good chemistry between the AFL and the Waffle and um, I guess we were blessed with the amateur players that we picked up, uh, Andrew Fisher, Nick Reid, Liam Rebilliard and Kieran Hug, those sort of guys um, coming through the ranks and um, we were fortunate enough to play finals and be really competitive and obviously with COVID and the things that have happened there, it does make it tough and um, yeah, they look at you look at their injury list at both Waffle and AFL and it is hard when you're losing 15 to 20 players but um, we sort of, having watched a couple of our games, like their intensity around the contest is good. So um, when footy starts on Saturday, it's 0-0. So we sort of have to prepare for their best footy. And um, even though it is the waffle, it, it is a derby. So we're going to expect their best. And um, they'll probably bring back three or four West Coast boys. So, um, yeah, looking at them in, we know that, um, yeah, they're probably not going great at the moment. But they did win their three pre-season games and knocked off some decent sides so we have to expect their best footy and um, waffle and all footy that it's a long season there's still you know 15 rounds to go so it's not doom and gloom for them but um, yeah we're sort of expecting them to come out firing this weekend um, The way I get from this interview it seems as though that you're quite excited about the club and, and the, the vibe that's there the, the Rezies had their first win on the weekend the, the Colts won um, would I be right in saying that that feel it, it, it's a really positive environment there at the moment? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think that goes back to the first time I was down there. But um, there's been a real big emphasis on building connection um, and building it within, obviously Peel and um, the Freer guys that come down. 
they buy straight into that culture. And um, as I said before, between Jeff Valentine and Matty Rosa, we've built a strong connection of group. Um, the Colts boys won the flag last year, and a lot of those are playing resis and senior footy at the moment. So um, it's a really exciting time to be down there. Obviously, as you said, the resis won their first game on the weekend, which was great um, for the club, and all three teams won on the weekend. So um, there was a good feel around the club on Sunday. Um, so... Yeah, it is. It's a great place to be. Um, things off field between, you know, Daniel Bandy and Paul Leckius, but things are going really well down there and it's a great place to be. May it continue to be a great place to be and may the wins continue to add up, Brady. Uh, game 500 for the club. Hopefully it ends in a win. All the best. Thank you very much. Brady Gray joining us. Uh, Fremantle Dockers development coach, Indigenous uh, player liaison officer and midfielder. For Peel, great experience. He's played nearly 100 games of, uh, of Waffle on top of his experience at AFL level and well-travelled experience. Spent a year in, in uh, Victoria with Hawthorne, with Box Hill, and uh, has now moved back to take on a similar role to what he'd had last year over there with the Hawks.